You own everything that happened to you. Tell your stories. If people wanted you to write warmly about them, they should have behaved better. Anne Lamont. Hello, welcome to StoryCraft, brought to you by the Pioneer Library System. I'm Ben. And I'm Amanda. Thank you for joining us today. We hope to encourage you to create your stories. That was my first time reading that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you probably, hopefully know me by now. This is my second episode on here. I'm Ben. I'm glad to be here with Amanda. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you um, joining with me. This is going to be awesome. Today, we're going to talk about um, how to write a memoir. I've been reading a lot of nonfiction lately, and I thought we would talk a little bit about writing nonfiction. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of my favorite genres. Is it? Yeah. Well, broad, very broad genres. Yeah, Yeah, I'll read. I like to read a lot about musicians and then also just like famous people's lives and like different like periods of music. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean reading about different periods of music? So, like, like history. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, uh, like firsthand accounts of like, let's say, like the '80s punk scene in Washington D.C. Wow, super interesting, very specific. But it was like a whole thing, and kind of like those types of eras of history and locations where it like clearly like affected the world at large. But it's a very small thing yeah. when you look at it. Yeah. Yeah, that is so cool. I I don't know why I usually don't like I usually don't like nonfiction or mm-hmm. not that I don't like it, but I don't usually read nonfiction. But sure. lately, it seems like I've just I can't seem to get the mental space for fiction and novels. And so I've been reading a lot of nonfiction lately and really enjoying it. And we've never covered anything um, on the podcast about writing nonfiction and. So it's like, well, let's let's do some of that. We talked about um, doing some episodes about sort of how to write um, a particular genre or subgenres. So um, I thought, how about how to write a memoir? Mm, yeah. And um, but that's not something I read a lot. Of. Sure. Do you read? Do you read memoirs? I've read like a handful. Like, like so, I guess we should establish what. What defines a memoir as oh. opposed to autobiography? Right. Yeah. So what is a memoir? Memoir is constrained to a certain period of time. It's a specific story, not the entire story of somebody's life. Yeah. It's not a life story. It's a, it's a, yeah, period of time or an event mm-hmm. in someone's life, which seems a lot more interesting me, to me than reading someone's life story i think very few people have an interesting enough life for the entirety of of their life yeah yeah Yeah. at some point it's got to be boring yeah Yeah, you can't live excitingly the entire time right right (laughs) yeah um yeah for sure so um yeah memoirs yeah it's focused on a particular area so so um I've, I've got a small list here. I did a little bit of research um, looking at various sources about what makes a good memoir. So All right. let's start. Um, as you pointed out, a memoir needs focus. So you've got to focus on an interesting time period or event in your life. So that could be like, I did this really cool thing, like I don't know, climbed Mount Everest or whatever. Sure. So yeah. it could be like, not just the climbing, but like, the why you started and like a turning point or mm-hmm. like a massive change or something right yeah. right and what what you did to prepare and and all the way through like the beginning and the end of all of that but it should be focused around that whole event 
And um, number two, you should build trust with your readers. What do we mean by build trust? Well, so you a memoir should feel in, like an, an intimate um, exchange with your readers. It should be you're telling them a story. You're telling them about this thing that happened with mm-hmm. you, and it should be it should feel kind of intimate. It should feel kind of like, hey, this is this kind of extraordinary thing that happened or this extraordinary moment in my life and it should be so it should feel sort of like you're telling them over tea oh absolutely yeah because you don't you don't want to read a story and it feel guarded right <laughs> like you, you don't want to feel like yeah. you're not getting the whole story when it's supposed to be this really personal thing yeah yeah well said that makes sense yeah 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 um the third one i thought this was a really important point um you still have to build the world. You still have to create the setting, and you still have to do uh, all that. I bet of... that's something that people for, would forget a lot right? in, in a memoir because they're just like, "It's my life. Everybody gets it." Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you still have to, you still have to um, put some of those fictional elements in mm-hmm. that you don't usually think about. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I've never written any nonfiction, sure. but you still have to have that. You know, create the setting and all of yep. that. You have to. Give context to your characters, all the all the important things to make it feel grounded and right alive, not just like this is happening all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to describe the scenery mm-hmm. and make it feel alive and make it feel interesting because Absolutely. you know you can't just be like, yeah, well, we went to Paris and this is what happened. <laughs> make it seem, make it cool. alive. Make cool it, Instagram yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Uh, yeah, put a little put a little effort there into building the world and the setting and and some imagery and senses and all yeah. that. So the next one, I kind of didn't agree with. I didn't think didn't think we needed it, and I'm not sure I do agree with it. Hmm. Let's include some humor. Yeah, that that seems like I understand the goal there, but like. Would you say that to like somebody writing fiction that it's like imperative to include some humor, right? No matter what you're writing, I, I think memoirs can be as as widely emotionally like variable as as any fiction writing can. Okay, so do you think do you think no? You think uh, it doesn't necessarily have? I read I, this I, in several places. I understand the goal, and I think I think if you're if this is slated towards more like. To create a marketable memoir that people will enjoy reading, okay. that I understand it there, but like it is essential to make the art of making a memoir. I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah. But I think the goal there is probably like memoirs can tend to be heavy because it's usually about dealing with a hard thing that happened in your life. So make sure to have some light moments. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I get that. But like also some things are just hard. And like you just have to sit with them, right? Right. I'm not afraid of reading something that's really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. I don't know that I need someone to try to make it humorous yeah. for me. Yeah. Unless so. that is their voice, like I, and I think that's the important thing. There is like include humor if you if you are a funny person and that is how you deal with things mm. and that's how you see things. Don't like hide that because you're talking about a difficult subject. But if you are not a fun or funny person and you're just talking about a hard thing, I think it'd be disingenuous to try and make light of it just for the purpose of adding some humor to your story. I think that 
that is absolutely, I think you just hit it right there. I think that is absolutely key. Some people have a naturally funny voice. Absolutely. We've talked about this yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Amanda are very earnest people and people don't want us to be funny. <laughs> whenever, whenever I try to say something and try to make it funny, it's just, it's just a miss. Yeah. 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 We can only be funny in our earnestness. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, poor thing. <laughs> They're hilarious. Yeah. 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 Ben does a great job of reminding me, Amanda, that's not us. That's We're not, not allowed us. to be the comedians. <laughs> We're the nice people. Yeah. We're not the funny ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. But, uh, well, I have, I do have an example here. Um, you like David Sedaris, right? Oh, love him. Okay. Do you want to read this? This is this is a, a good example here. Oh, uh, sure. So, David Sedaris' memoirs are perfect for making you laugh even when recounting painful moments. This is true of most successful memoirs. So, this is from our research. Um, so, David Sedaris is like the perfect argument for making yeah. a, a funny memoir because he has gone through some very difficult times. but. Yeah always makes them hilarious but he is a naturally just very funny so here's here's a quote from him at the end of a miserable day instead of grieving my virtual nothing i can always look at my loaded waste paper waste paper basket and tell myself that if i failed at least i took a few trees down with me (laughs) (laughs) i think that you know like you said like it may be you know the most successful memoirs and most to make it more marketable mm-hmm. for a wider audience maybe mm-hmm. yeah or broader audience but yeah but he does have it he's a funny guy that's his oh, that's man. his shtick yeah the funniest yeah <laughs> um our next um our next on our list is think like a fiction writer we kind of included that um in the world building but this particular point is um the as I wrote, the main character, which is you, should have growth through this story. So not um, not just, you know, here's a thing that happened. Yeah, I think that kind of goes into, like, how you choose, like, where, where you frame the story. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you choose the wrong point, the growth has already happened or hasn't happened yet. And, right. and then you don't have any, like, arc to you (laughs) right yeah so you're talking about like where you where you open it yeah yeah Yeah. like i guess plot wise yeah is it still plot if it's a memoir yeah i mean yeah right because our life our life is just one big story or multiple (laughs) multiple plots no i think that's absolutely key right because you've got to you've got to kind of start it or open it early enough that you're kind of still a mess (laughs) yeah yeah in in whatever way that is um in order for us to, as a reader to see some growth or some change or something and to have that kind of dramatic moment. I mean, come on, we, we are we are keyed up to, ha- to have that certain progression through a story. And we still want that, even in a nonfiction, even in a, in a memoir, even if it's a short one, we still want to see that. We want to see kind of you start off as in one state and you have some kind of a journey mm-hmm. or conflict or yeah. something and you end up in some other state we want to see some kind of a growth yeah and if you don't have that it's just going to be like what are we doing here we're just wandering yeah. around <laughs> things happened and i remained the same yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah yeah 
That so. feels dissatisfying just saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's just wandering around a void. No, that nobody wants to read that. I think we can all agree. So think like a fiction writer when you're framing that. And, and like you said, choosing the beginning and the end of that. Um, and that leads to the next point is tell the truth. So We've talked about the truth on the show before. Well, we, you and Zach talked about like what is like the truth in storytelling and like how important is truth. Mm-hmm. So I think in this case, it's like even more important to kind of like land where, like what the truth is for you in this mm-hmm. case. Like I think in terms of a memoir, like the truth is important is much like we were talking about in the last step is the truth of your growth and you as a person. Because mm-hmm. if you're not honest about that, like you can fudge the details to make them a little bit more fun. Like mm-hmm. just like any good storyteller, if they're telling a story, they're gonna like make it, it was a rainy Monday. It may not have been a rainy Monday, but <laughs> right, it puts, okay. you, in a, puts yeah. you in a place. Right, um, right. But the truth needs to be like what you felt and who you were in those moments. Right. Um, right. What do you think about it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. Well, initially I was thinking like, this is a memoir. It needs to be honest. Yeah. But no, I think you're absolutely right. You know, yeah. that, yeah. If and, you if you need to create a little bit of dramatic elements yeah. by, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think I also <laughs> lean, details. lean towards that, like fudging the like small details. I have a terrible memory. So like mm-hmm. the idea of writing mm-hmm. like, like fact, perfect fiction or nonfiction mm-hmm. scares the heck out of me because like I could never get all the details right. right. My, my brain just doesn't latch on to those types of things my brain latches onto the story right so like i could i could tell the story of what happened yeah but uh, like how old was i yeah where was i when it was happening I don't know, well and, and <laughs> as you know as we talked about in in the world building and creating mm-hmm. the setting and stuff well yeah i don't know what someone was wearing or what necessarily that person looked like but you kind of need a person to come in at this point mm-hmm. and it it's dissatisfying for the reader if you don't describe that person. Exactly. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know. But they, they need to have some characterization. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, yes, that's not that's not what we're talking about here. And tell the truth, but don't. If you're writing a memoir. Yeah. Don't build yourself up to be this incredible hero. You know. <laughs> <laughs> don't pull pull a Gilderoy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm referencing, of course, Harry Potter there. Yeah. But you know where you're saying that you did some grand feat that is completely fictional so yeah um however this next tip uh i read over and over again and i was not really sure what we mean here but um to create an emotional story create an emotional story um the best i could come up with here is that memoirs usually are tales of inspiration or overcoming Mm -hmm. adversity Mm -hmm. or of finding some kind of insight yeah I think this kind of ties into the um, the main character should have growth. Like, I I don't think growth necessarily has to be emotional, but, or like emotional growth, but the process of having growth is emotional. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Like, whether it's like overcoming something difficult outside of yourself, that's still an emotional journey. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not it's you having to change your emotions to work with it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just you have to work hard and f- find a solution. 
but that's still a difficult thing and that's an emotional state inherently right yeah yeah well i'm thinking about you know like in most in 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 fiction stories you've got the conflict is internal or external but feels like in memoirs because it's written about you you're writing about Mm -hmm. yourself there's always going to be some element of the internal conflict because you're you're writing your own story you're going to be putting things in there about what i was thinking and what i was going through yeah this is that's going to come out probably bent towards memoirs because it's so much more inherently internal like Mm -hmm. it's memoirs aren't I'm assuming all the good ones are probably more internally like vivid than a standard autobiography um, or biography rather because you're going through that whole journey and like it the whole point is how you felt about it right it's not about how somebody else felt about I'm sure it. You're, <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah you're writing it you're you're remembering what mm-hmm. it was like to go through this thing there's a reason why you're writing that particular mm-hmm. tale so, um, yeah, but that was a tip I read over and over again was to create an emotional story. So I thought that was an, kind of an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep it relevant. Oh, yeah. So I think I, that would probably be one of the biggest challenges. That's And also a good tip for any writers, just like, <laughs> especially if you have ADD, like it's easy to go on tangents like, like, oh, this is an interesting character. I want to tell more about them yeah. or like, oh, I love this person in my life who was there. So I want to talk about this. Like, did they really contribute to this period of time? Uh, unfortunately, yes. no. Right. Get them out of there. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and to, as you were saying earlier, choosing that beginning point and that and you know framing that mm-hmm. memoir the when what is this when does this particular story begin and end i think that that would be really challenging and so key and of course you're writing your your memoir you're writing your life there's so much more in your life that was taking place but like mm-hmm. oh, okay well how much do you need to involve there yeah i don't need to talk about what was going on at work if that's not relevant to this tale yeah it's a a, a big job of curation of like yeah. what are the essential elements of this period of time that I'm trying to like that are the essential building blocks to what happened I bet that's really hard yeah yeah because I mean it's, it's your life yeah it's your brain yeah you want to think everything's all important. this stuff yeah. that all, all of that stuff was a part of you mm-hmm. during that time this is what was going on in my head this is what was contributing to my life at that time how do I cut that out mm-hmm. of my experience but um You've got to think, and this was another tip that I didn't include in the list, but like think, put yourself in the reader's shoes. I think Mm. you always have to do that as a writer. So it didn't seem like necessarily relevant to include as a part of this list specific to writing a memoir. Yeah. But like put yourself in in the reader's shoes. Like, okay, this was another thing. Make sure it would make sense like to somebody outside of your life. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the last part is write the opening last. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So one, I guess, yeah, I think that is probably especially helpful in memoirs case because like you don't think of your like stories as being like, here's the thesis of (laughs) why this period of time was important. Yeah. But you you want to have like a like good opening to a memoir of like, why are we telling the story in the first place? Why should you invest in this story that I'm about to tell? Yeah. So you said thesis because do you do that when you write essays? 
or yeah. did you? I'm sure. I don't know how many essays Whatever you write now. Happened, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I almost always like before I started writing them last, mm-hmm. I, I had so much trouble getting started because I was like, how do you do the perfect right. thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. And that, yes. And I think, you know, at first I thought, nah, I don't know that that's really necessary, but mm-hmm. after reading more about memoirs and, um, you know, it kind of plays into what you'd said about framing it correctly. And also how important it is to engage a reader with a memoir. It's got to be kind of, I don't know, not thrilling necessarily, but either funny or devastating, you know, right. Mm-hmm. How, how do you strike that right tone? Oh yeah. And you've got to get that right from the very beginning. Yeah. And I think it would, I think really you should write it first. Yeah. And then, I mean, write the, the memoir first. Yeah. Yeah. And then know what is the, what is the right opening or the correct yeah, opening like, for this? Yeah. How do I want to lead people into yeah. this story? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's brilliant. I, I know most people probably have heard to do that with essays. I certainly tell people to do that with essays for this exact reason. You gotta get that, you gotta get the opening correct. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, those are our tips and I don't know, the list of list of suggestions for writing a good memoir which neither one of us have ever done yeah i think (laughs) maybe someday i'll have a life worth commenting on (laughs) we'll see how this summer goes um so that was a great opening for our podcast we're going to take a quick break for a commercial and we'll be right back back we have some uh, library materials for if you want to find more information about writing a memoirs this is the funniest title that i could find it made me laugh how to write a memoir in three days <laughs> a memoir by david mcpherson it's a hoopla ebook you should check that out did you did you flip through it at all in, <laughs> any great tips <laughs> I, I do love that title that's yeah, very funny yeah, yeah. There's also a book on their shelves um, called You Should Really Write a Book, How to Write, Sell, and Market Your Memoir by Regina Brooks. I have read some Regina books, Brooks books. Let me say that again, Regina Brooks books um, before. And they're very, just very straightforward, very, very easy practical. to read. Yeah, 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 super useful. Um, so highly recommend. I haven't read this one, but I've read her books before and they're, they're good. So. Um, be sure and check those out if you would like more information about how to write a memoir from the Pioneer Library System. Next section, tips and tools. What are we doing today? What What are our tips and tools today? So um, I thought if you want to try to write a memoir, so think about a time that was particularly funny or formative in your life. And it could be like a big journey, like eat, pray, love, or it could just be some new hobby that you tried and it first failed miserably at and then learned some things about. And then that would be a good jumping off point and try writing it and then hand it off to somebody and see, see what they think. Yeah. What would you, what first instinct, what would you, what would you write uh, like a quick, easy uh, short memoir about. So, so I don't think I, I have a, an interesting enough life, <laughs> um, certainly, but I, you know, I thought about that when I was writing mm-hmm. this. Um, so we've, 
We have some funny tales about our adventures in farming. Oh, sure. And yeah. I would probably... I can I imagine probably there'd, <laughs> there'd be a lot of stuff to pull from. Because um, because we have a lot of, like, just funny, like, um, just funny failures. And, oh, sure. And yeah, also sad Learning things. how to farm, yeah. like, by itself. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of, like, emotional journeys that yeah. we're both hilarious and difficult to go through yeah we have we have often you know joked about having like a youtube channel or something because it's just (laughs) (laughs) there are so many things that go wrong Mm -hmm. and so many interesting things that we've learned that i should probably just stop right there yeah (laughs) so many many things but yeah it would be but there i mean but so many people have done that because there are a lot of like people out there with small farms there's a lot of opportunity for for failure and for learning and for funny tales. Absolutely, yeah. What about you? Ooh, um, my first instinct was to write about when I had appendicitis and my appendix burst when I was in high school, because that was crazy. But then I was thinking about, but that's not super fun, <laughs> and is also just. Kind of a bummer, and I'd write. I'd like to write something more fun, so I'd probably write about experiences starting at the library. Like, really? yeah, yeah, beginning work at a library. I think is like ripe for memoir material. Yeah. It's just like it just changes how it changes how you look yeah. look at things. It, it's it's a instant study and in character growth for I think anybody who's yeah. worked at a library. Yeah. So I think that'd be really interesting. One of our coworkers has just been like writing down like, oh yeah, this person, that was crazy. <laughs> and just taking notes just for the future. So I think wow. I think that's an interesting thing to do. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I'd read your memoir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a writing prompt. All right. This, um, I thought this was... I don't know, potentially terrifying. So oh, sure. I'm, yeah. I'm here to horrify all of you. <laughs> uh, your writing prompt for next time is to write a description of yourself from the perspective of, of a stranger on the train who took notice of you today. Oh, man, that could go in so many ways. That's a great prompt. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to hear what somebody writes about that. Yeah, yeah, it could go so many ways. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that's that's the end of uh, episode two of season two of Storycraft Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. If you write a story based off the prompt, we would love for you to share it with us by emailing podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org with the subject line Storycraft, and we might read it on a future episode. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.